everybody, George here with another episode of the In Good Spirits podcast with my friend here, Chris. George, thank you so much for coming over again to the Food About Town studio. We're recording live here in person, and I'm really excited. We've got another great couple whiskeys to try tonight, but I'm also excited that it's curling season coming up. I'm ready to get back on the ice. We're hey, we're ta- we're tasting some uh, we're tasting some malted products today. Feels kind of reminiscent, even though we don't have any scotch here. But we're tasting malted products. We are single malt whiskeys. It's a bit of a stretch, but from... I'm going to take it. <laughs> it's close. I mean, so actually, to tie in, these both have a Scottish heritage in a way. Oh, do they really? So these are single farm, single malts from two different places. One being from Ireland, one being from here in the Finger Lakes region. So we'll start with the Waterford, the one from Ireland. The founder of this, the distillery came over from the Brooklady distillery. Okay. So let, let's talk about first, uh, we don't off, we talk about the bottles sometimes. This is a beautiful, this is a beautiful, elegant bottle. This has one of those, the glass corks. It's, yes. it's really nice looking. It very feels, expensive piece of glass. Yes. It feels very high end. I feel like I need white gloves for holding this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does All these it, fingerprints now. Oh, it kind of feels like that, but this is, so this is single malt Irish whiskey. Correct. But, and that's kind of different than a lot of the, um, a lot of the Irish products of vast majority, which are blended Irish whiskeys. Correct. Blended or what would be called a single grain where they use not actually only one single grain, much like single malt. The single denotes a number of distilleries that are a source for it, but it would be a blend of multiple grains or truly one only grain through a grain still, not a pot still. Okay. And you also said this was single farm. Correct. Both of these are actually single farm. This Waterford comes from the Rathclough farm in Ireland. And actually we're not going to say right now, there's more information available about this whiskey than pretty much any product of any kind I've ever seen. Oh, that's awesome. But we're not even going to start digging into that because we could sit here and talk for 30 minutes about all the information they provide. If you go to their website and put in your batch code from your box, mm-hmm. like they they have the time and date of when the, the seeds for the barley were planted, when wow. it was cut, when it was processed, when the truck drove the barley from the farm to the malt house when the malt house malted it. Like every, the exact proportion of the blend of barrels being from which barrel and how many liters. And it's just unbelievable the amount of tra- uh, clear, or transparency on this product there well, is. Well, that, that's super exciting too because I think that's that's one thing that I think we can say about the vast majority of distilleries is even though you'll get some information about the process, a lot of it is storytelling. When you've got that kind of delineated logistical information, but also understanding what exact grain was planted, where did it live? Not to sound overly, I mean, not that we can, we, we're always going to sound a bit pretentious, but the, um, you know, that real terroir of this was grown at a farm and that was directly taken to a place and from the nose, 
this, let me, we're just double checking. This is the lighter of the two before I go off and say anything. Right? Yes, you are. You are drinking the water for it right now. Okay. This smells so much like freshly harvested, freshly harvested grain. This smells like a farm in a great way with that caramel coating all over it. That it does. And that <clears throat> was very much their intention with this distillery. It's all about terroir. It's all about a sense of place. It's all about celebrating the barley. Yeah. And including, <clears throat> excuse me, how they went about everything is to showcase the source grain itself. And it's very much this. I mean, you know, it's got that, some of those high apple notes, but this smells, you can smell the grain. You can smell that this has, you can smell that it's a farmed product, which is super exciting especially when you know it was done on purpose. Yes. The only thing I smell on the nose that it it has some of the hallmarks of a younger barley spirit. Yes. Very like uh I the best way I can describe that is peach ring candies. Mm-hmm. It smells kind of like those. It's yep. not necessarily a flaw. I'm not no. saying it's off-putting. It's still very pleasant, but that's very much in letting the sp- the grain shine through so much. You're not seeing an evolution of those flavors yet. Yeah. It reminds me of some of those, you know, porridgey with fruit kind of things, you know, the peaches and cream oatmeal kind of thing. Yes. That's exactly it. Yes. It's got some porridginess. You can smell that cooked, you know, the cooked grain. So it's, it still has some of that roundedness, but that caramely, you know, the caramely and that, you know, brown sugar sweetness almost, Without it being like light brown sugar, certainly not dark. It's not molassesy, but it's got the demerara sugar, porridgey thing going on. Really nice on the nose. Very pleasant. It is, and a lot of those same flavors wow. come through on the palate, but the palate is a little more, a little more. It grabs hold of you a little more. It's got a real intense mid body it's big it's all those notes that we talked about with a little more roundedness it's not quite as it doesn't have any fake peachy it's like everything's cooked everything's deeper everything's rounded this has got a real big you know when you crank up you go to your car stereo and you turn up the mids all the way (laughs) like the mids and then a lot of the bass it's all, it's like really cranked up. It's so rich in the middle. I was expecting it to be more delicate. This is not delicate on the palate. It's big. Not to say it doesn't have balance, but it's really rich. It is. And it's got like a little bit of an oiliness. To it. Again, it kind of mm-hmm. has like, um, again, that peach ring thing. Yeah. On the palate too. And it kind of permeates into your mouth. Like it takes hold and sits there. Kind of like. Kind of like how the oils of a pepper kind of like soak in and sit. Oh, that's that's interesting because this is, I I know exactly what you're saying, especially some of those like red pepper fruitiness. Yeah. Like it almost has some of that because it, it again, this, this, this is something that has, this knows exactly what it is. And we, 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 we talk about this a lot recently, especially, but generally, and I think the things you and I tend to gravitate to are products that have a real identity, right? And this very much has an identity. It knows exactly what it is. 
it's got the transparency. It's got the sourcing. It's got all that stuff. But at the same time, this is also a really approachable, but man, even just little sips, you're, you're luxuriating with how much this has going on on the palate. Very much so. Yeah. And it's very, again, it's, it clearly has a sense of place. It smells, or it smells, it smells, it does smell, but it also tastes yeah. very agricultural. Absolutely. And I feel like that kind of wow. gets lost in a lot of the products out there that this is, this is from the earth made by people, you know, it's grown by people wearing jeans and wearing steel toe boots and a dirty t-shirt, you know? Yeah. It's, we're not, you know, despite the luxurious packaging, like it's, it's it doesn't taste product. like that. It right. doesn't taste like that. It ta- you can still taste some dustiness. Yeah. But not, you know, we, we've, we've tasted a lot of incomplete dusty grain whiskeys over the years when we've sampled together. Um, this is not that at all. But you know there's grain in here. It's grit. Yeah, it's got, it has some of that. It has some gumption. It's got everything about this. When you sit with this, I think this is the kind of thing you almost want to have an environment around you sampling this. I could see sitting out on a fire with this. I could see a fireplace inside with this. And I could see just sitting down and trying to, you know, have a great discussion with somebody over this because every time you sip it, you might get that little distraction from yep. the conversation that refreshes your refreshes your mind. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that. I think that's really delightful. I'm enjoying that a lot. It is interesting, though, how the disconnect between the packaging and the product, though. It's so pretentious and polished and very, we'll say, luxury. But it tastes so gritty, raw, and down to earth, quite literally. I was expecting it to be much more delicate based on how it was packaged. I mean, even look at the box. It's got the rainbow foil all over. Yeah. It's... It, it feels like it, it was going... I thought it was going to be super delicate, delicate and polished. And this is... This is much more a... This is something that, know, again, knows what it is, and it's going hard after that thing and I'm really enjoying it. I think this is this is a great product. I think the packaging is a little bit different than what I was expecting. And it's weird that we're talking so much about the packaging on this, but I think it's because it it's a little bit of a diametrically opposed like this it's just so different from what I thought it was going to be. It really really is. Yeah. So price point on it 75 to 80 bucks. That's about what I was thinking. I think that's completely fair. I I have conflicting feelings about it. On one hand, I with the amount of care given to it and the level of just information about the whiskey and yep. how you know terroir driven and agriculture driven it is, I understand the price. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like. The whiskey doesn't quite, again, it's very like rugged, gritty. Yes. You know, it's like farm fresh, you know, from, you know, leave leave your money in a can, get your ears of corn kind of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Not that it's obviously not made from corn, but the the feeling of that is still there. And, you know, 50 cents an ear, 
doesn't come out to $80 a bottle in a way. No, that that's fair. Um, I think, you know, this is the kind of thing where, you know, when you're paying for locally sourced, when you're paying for locally sourced meats, where you know the farm it's coming from, you know how it was treated, you know all that stuff. For me, that does add value. I like, I think what differentiates this from some of the other Irish whiskeys I've tried is it really packs a punch where a lot of them don't. It, it, a lot of them are, it's much more nice and not delicate, but it's just kind of one note. You know, it's got that biscuity thing and all that other yeah, stuff. It's, it's nice. This has some real impact. And that's why for me, it grabs me in a way that I was a little surprised with. Um, one of my, one of my favorite uh, Irish whiskeys that we've tried I think I just like that it has some like real get up and go to it. It really does. I will give it that. Yeah. I just feel like at the price point, it's a little outperformed by some others out there. But That's fair. It's, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Well, we've got another malted product, so let's dive into that. But this one is from the Finger Lakes in New York State. It is indeed. And oh, sorry, I was trying to get information about. The spirit. Okay. We get to. So this this one's from Howlerhorn Distilling. We've done some stuff before. We did their maple distillate, which was you know one younger, one a little bit older maple dis- distillate. The sapling, sapling and seedling, I believe, were the two products. Those Correct. were delightful. Um, this is um, they have a wide range, but this is a malt based whiskey that they released just this year, right, twenty twenty one. This is the most current release of their single malt, yes. And I, I was trying to find the price for it because I don't honestly remember. And it's not on their online store, so I, I don't know. But this is also single farm. But to go back to that Scottish connection for you, mm-hmm. the owner and distiller apprenticed at Springbank Distillery in Campbelltown. Which is one of the highest profile um, high, high end distilleries, probably one of the, in my opinion, one of the best and most storied distilleries in Scotland for sure. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about this again, we're talking, you know, Finger Lakes barley. Um, is it malted in New York state as well? Or is it malted somewhere to else? be a single malt? It has to be malted. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I totally misinterpreted. Your question. Yes. It's uh everything is local. So okay. this is actually also single farm. And oh, awesome. I've got the name of the single farm right here from oh, the message. Very, very cool. So we've got the name of both farms we're drinking from. It is from the A Bunch of Acres. Okay. That's a great name. It is. I love that. It really is. None of those numbers. And it's it's a organically grown Endeavor barley is oh. the varietal of barley. Well, that's very cool. I'm glad we got that information. And it, it's nice to hear that You know, we know where it's coming from. We know what it's trying to do. But let's see what the expression is. So this is, um, it smells a little bit younger as well. It's It's got a little bit of sharpness to it. It is on the younger side. However, I'm not getting the, the younger notes you would normally get in a single malt, though. A lot of the other nose is definitely there. You know, the roundedness. I'm excited to taste it. Because I'm getting some of the carameliness, I'm getting a little bit more of the, um, a little bit more of the fresh grain, on the nose than I did on the uh, the Waterford, but I'm really enjoying it at the same time. 
It's a little bit different kind of grain expression on my nose. It is, especially since this is both peated and smoked. Oh, yeah. okay. That so makes sense. It's got kind of like a, a, a savory, sweet, like briskety thing to me. Yeah, I think I was misinterpreting that as some dustiness. But now that you mentioned, Pete, I'm driving some of those things out of my nose now. That makes complete sense. Yes, and let me uh, bounce back. I've got too many damn things open on my phone. <laughs> so it's peated and smoked, and it's a single barrel that was transferred through. So it's single farm, single barrel, single malt. Wow. And it, that single barrel was transferred through four different types of barrel. It started out in ex-bourbon, then went on to a French oak barrel, and then spent some time in a port wine cask, and then finally in casks that previously held their Calvados-inspired apple brandy. Holy cow. And you know what? Now that you've gone through that litany of process that this went through, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's the power of suggestion that brings you to those things, but sometimes it helps you focus your focus your nose and your palate on looking for some of those things. It's not right. suggestion, but sometimes... It offers clarity sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you need that angle to look at it. But now that you've mentioned some of those things, I'm actually finding it pretty easy to delineate. Like, I can smell that Calvados-style apple brandy. But everything is very subtle. This is not like... This is not intensely peaty. It's not intensely smoky. It's not intensely appley, but I can smell it now that yeah, you mentioned it. Yeah, it's nuanced. It. It's, it has a level of finesse. and Absolutely. It, I wouldn't call it delicate because it's definitely not. It's very well structured, but it's definitely. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, right? Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So nose-wise, I was trying to pick all those things out. Palette-wise, this is so big. It is, and like it's got like a coppery minerality to it. For sure, and considering it's lower proof. Yeah, wow, proof wow, wow. It is 88, so 44% alcohol. Considering how like it doesn't have a harsh alcohol at all, it's got some real density it does. of it absolutely flavor. Does. The smoke and the peat comes out more on this, but not in a, you know, Iowa Scotch way. It's not that. This plays almost like a really well-played-out Highland um, Scotch. You know what I mean? Where maybe it has a little bit of that, a little bit of peat, but not a ton. And it was maybe finished in something. I I actually kind of feel like I chased the Springbank uh, influence on this and I kind of actually I actually haven't remember? had any Campbelltown stuff so I'm oh I was I was reaching a little bit because oh I gotta get you some you know um, what, like the reason I was saying that because it reminds me of you know some of the Highlands that have that real polish to them so kind of like uh, Orkney stuff like Highland Park yeah 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 where exactly. there's, there is peat but it's not as intense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's what I was grabbing at okay but I because can see I that, haven't sure. you mentioned Campbelltown but I haven't had any Campbelltown stuff we're gonna have to uh to write that wrong there because uh, I'm very excited Springbank is incredible yeah. so I actually this reminds me of a a cross between Springbank's 10 year old and that 
we the, the Lafroy Cardias we had a few weeks ago. Because <laughs> it's got that that a little bit of salinity and some savoriness, but also that little bit of delicate fruit. Wow. And that coppery minerality that you would get from something like Springbank. No, it really does have that that metallic. Um the palate is so round, but it's it's not too much of anything. Like, you know, when we were talking about that that Cardeus, that was huge. This isn't huge, but it's big all around. It really is. Wow. I'm I'm on I'm I surprised isn't the right word, but when I was smelling it, I was not expecting it to be this. I was not expecting it to be this polished and rounded and crafted. Not, not to say, I mean, I've had other stuff from them that I really enjoyed, but to taste how, to taste how well crafted everything about this is, especially with the density that it is at 88 proof is wild how big it is at that low proof. And would you believe that it is actually younger than the Waterford? Wow. I you know what? I'm I am really shocked at how much how complete this is for how I can taste that it's young, but not in a sharp way. Yeah, it doesn't have the like I was talking about the peach ring candy. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. None of that. There. No, not at all. And this is only two and a half years old. I don't remember the exact age of the Waterford, but it's a little more. It's not very old, but I think it's it's closer to four or so. I don't remember. It's not on the box. I'd have to pull up their infinitely long scroll of information. But I gotta say, it's really this is a testament to somebody that obviously really cares about making something specific and special because for something at two and a half years to be this rounded, to be this, um, again, we, we used the word complete in some of the recent episodes. This feels like a complete picture of something where it's not missing. I don't think it's missing anything. I, I personally might want some more proof, but it doesn't need it. Go back to the Waterford real quick. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. In comparison, in comparison, the Hollerhorn is so much more. Isn't it? It's so much more complete that this feels, it feels young now. The Waterford feels younger. Isn't it? Having tasted it. I've never had these two side by side. I haven't had the, I haven't actually touched my bottle of Waterford in months at this point. Wow. So actually having them side by side and going back, it's, it's almost unfair to have them together. In it's a almost way. night and day. Now it's having, you know, tasting the Waterford on its own. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's delicious. It's, it's really good. Again, it's incredible whiskey. And in, again, really good, well-sourced, transparent, all those things. It's kind of a different ball game. It is, because I think this is very intentionally grain-driven. Yeah. This is a culmination of all... It's, this is a painting using yeah. a palette of a bunch of different colored paints. This is... Ink on paper. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this this feels like there was some 
there was some license. Everything about this, it's not just an expression of a place at a time with all those different finishes. With the addition of all the sourcing and single grain, but this, this doesn't taste like that. No, This but, tastes like a combination of a big process. And it, like, I, I know there's power suggestion there in knowing the distiller at Hollerhorn, Carl, apprentice at Springbank, but you, you absolutely taste... I, you'll have to try Springbank and we'll make yeah. that happen. But I absolutely taste the influence of his uh, tutelage there and learning how to, a lot of his, you know, learning not everything he knows about distillation, but a good chunk of it. Wow. And I think it's just really cool. This is very much the expression of a place and a person, whereas this is more the place. I think that's a great way to to round out what we talked about today because this is... I, not not to put too fine a point on it, but this is certainly one of the finest whiskeys I've tasted out of upstate New York. I'd, I'd include downstate too, actually. Yeah, this, yeah, this is pretty phenomenal stuff. So, one, cheers to Carl from Hollerhorn. This is, this is amazing. I can't wait to taste more of this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, all day, every day. This is really delicious. Yeah, um, and so, distillery only, so oh, head yeah. down there and... Grab some dinner at the restaurant, too. Absolutely. So, George, where can people find you? Again, deep in this bottle of whiskey, but also <laughs> at Whiskey Jedi on Instagram with the E. And uh, at Stromy on Twitter and Instagram, Food About Town, and the Food About Town podcast on foodabouttown.com. Curate meals if you need a meal on a Wednesday night in Rochester. Reach out to me and let me know if you have any questions. But otherwise... This has been another great episode of In Good Spirits. I'm, this is awesome all around. Malt all day, George. And cheers. Cheers.